was explaining something quite different. You know, like a gaseous creature or microscopic. Did you see it move through the wood? Interacting at a cellular level. This must be alien. Gotta be alien. What are you doing here? On your holidays? Harry, get a matchbox. A matchbox? All right, a shoebox. Don't let me get away! Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast, talking about Doctor Who. We're talking about an episode called Knock Knock. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. And this is an episode uh, from this season by Matt Bartlett. And um, Knock Knock, what did you guys think of it? I liked it. It was okay. I thought this was pretty good. Um, I wasn't blown away by it. I, I, it's, again, another simple story with very focused energy. Um, you know, it tried to be creepy, and it was. It tried to have this atmosphere, and it, for the most part, captured that. Um, there's more good in it than bad, I think. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I, I thought, you know, I mean, it was a typical kind of teen horror story storyline. You know, a bunch of kids went to pick up house and had things happen. Okay. Um I, I like I like David Suchet who played the landlord. I've liked him since uh, he was since he's played Poro. Um, I thought he did a really good job playing the creepy landlord and on how what he did, you know, it ended up being where the creature ended up being his mother and how he did everything to try to save his mother by renting out the house and then killing all the people or having the, ha- the alien bugs kill him. I thought I thought he I thought he did a really had a really good performance. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, he was not on screen that much, but when he was, it was really just sort of creepy, intense, and yeah. Like, you thought he was a creepy, evil landlord, but then he turned out to be, you know, this kid who was kind of fucked up and would do anything to to um, keep his mother alive. Yeah. I, 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 now, I felt that um, he was wearing browns, which really blended into the background. I thought, I thought maybe he was the wood creature or something to begin with. They kind of... He just seemed to kind of appear there. You can only really see his head because he blended in with the background. Man, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think of that. that that's that's now that I think of it. Yeah, I didn't either. But that was a good. That's a good catch. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought he did a great job, and and I probably have seen him as Poirot, but I. I don't remember, you know, his acting in that. I just know he's a very well-respected actor. Obviously for a reason. <laughs> I I also liked how the killings, for the most part, in the beginning were off-screen, where you just hear the screams, especially when uh, Bill and her friend were, you know, in the hallway, and the guy was being like the typical teen, uh, college kid jerk, like, oh, I'm it puts the hand over, and all of a sudden he starts screaming. I liked how the the uh, the killing, well, at that point we thought it was killing, was you know off screen, which made it kind of you know scarier. Yeah, um, 
I, I thought the ending was a little bit of a cop-out. I mean, I, I didn't think they were going to kill all those people off. I thought that was a little too much, but then they were just like, oh, they're coming back to life, and I'm like, well, I, I guess that makes sense for Doctor Who, but it seemed to be kind of like a convenient, but... Yeah, I, that, I think that's where it kind of lost me was at that point. Um, I mean, it wasn't a bad episode at all. It just di- didn't move as fast, I guess. And I'm just, I'm so used to Dr. Who being so fast-paced that I was kind of, hey. So. I did like, the, again, the interaction between Bill and the doctor I thought was great, especially when she was like, you know, this is the part of my life that you're not in. And she referred to him as her grandfather. And I just, they have such great chemistry. I I really, really good. Yeah, I agree. I thought that the chemistry was, you know, continued being strong. It just makes you wish that they did this a lot sooner instead of (laughs) sticking with, you know, Jenna Coleman. Because now you're, you're, you have, what, we have 12 episodes of something different and it's like really working and then you like you're kind of like oh, I wonder what have happened if he had multiple companions and I think the stories would have been as, as it's been showing so far this season the stories have been a lot better and a lot fresher and mm-hmm. a it, it lot feel, more enjoyable it feels like to me um, with some companions in the past like Jenna Coleman uh, her companion um, character they didn't have a and the end point and so her character suffered for it and in a way maybe because we know Bill's endpoint and we know the doctor's endpoint at the end of the season that maybe there's a way they can focus better and maybe they can come out with better stories I, I don't think that's entirely true but maybe that's part of it because I mean I thought um, Clara, Clara was pretty good at the beginning, and then she kind of fell apart toward the end. So she had a focus, she had a point, and then later on she didn't. So maybe that's the same thing with Bill. Maybe Bill, they always say, you know, a show or a TV series that has a limited a beginning and an end maybe is better because they have a, they're not dragging it out. Well, I don't think Clara ever had a full, fully developed character. She was a, a plot device. Yeah, I think um, I think you're right, and um, there's nothing that she's done so far um, at all this season that's leading me to believe that I don't like this character. Um, you know, Carol Mackey's doing a really good job, and the chemistry between the two of them is just right now really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was okay with the rest of the characters. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, too many characters in the show, but they, they were okay in this, and it was like a twi- <laughs> twist on the, the serial killer, like, uh, one by one they get killed in a, in a haunted house or something, but they're not getting killed, but we, we're we not sure, you know. Some people were saying that they prefer these, Bill and her friends, that they, they should have been what was should have been uh, class instead because their chemistry is better. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, was, I, I just thought that was funny. I, I mean, it probably would have worked a lot better if it was Bill and her friends instead of what we got in class. Yeah. But yeah, maybe the 
people who were in class didn't seem to be <laughs> the best actors. You know, I mean, I know Pearl Mackey's new to professional acting, but she certainly seems to have more depth to her than the people who were in class. Yeah. I, I thought the special effects were fantastic. The melding into the wood and the, the, the woman there that's all wood, I thought that was really good. Really yeah, good. it's pretty impressive. I do wish they hadn't shown her in the previews, coming around the corner of that screen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because You're right. It would have been more effective and more. It would have been a lot scarier. Hmm? Yeah, I agree on that. They should never have showed her in in the preview, because you know when you, once you see her, you know, but, yeah, the surprise would have been a lot better. Yeah. I thought the bug effect looks, looked okay too. I, usually, I'm not a big fan of computer-generated bugs because they don't—they look like computer-generated bugs, and these did, but they were okay for the most part. Yeah, they did when there was a swarm of them. It definitely yeah. looked computer-generated. When it was yeah. just the one coming out of the the pantry there, or the dumbwaiter or whatever that was, that looked really good. Yeah. Oh, there was uh, there was it was supposed to be a scene that got cut. From this, where the kid that was with the doctor, the, the guy there, I can't remember his name. Harry? He yeah, he was supposed to be Harry Sullivan's grandson, who was a companion to the fourth doctor back in the 70s. But but they cut that out. But I kind of wish that they kept that in, where the doctor finds out that he's Harry's you know, grandfather. I think that would have been been pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. I just don't like everything connected. It's like, oh, by the way, I am second cousin to a person who was changed into a Cyberman. Oh, that's nice. And, and everything's connected. I don't like that. There's <laughs> enough of that in the series. We don't need to see it all the time. Yeah. I did like how when he was asking the landlord who the prime minister was, he mentioned Harriet Jones. Yeah, that that was good. I caught that. That was pretty funny. So there was definitely some humor in it, and the the fact that the TARDIS was used as a moving truck. And <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Where she had the box lined up in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then she wanted him to leave, you know. Okay, go now. You go now. Yeah, there's a lot of focus on some things that are maybe we consider mundane, like um, what was it? Oh, time, the name Time Lord. She didn't let it go. She kind of like said, wait a minute, you know, and started talking about it. Whereas in the past, people go Time Lords and they just walk away, but she kind of makes comment about it. You know, that doesn't sound like a race of people. It sounds like, you know, which I really enjoy. I'm glad they're continue to do that, even though we have different writers. They seem to have that continuing. Her character seems to not be bouncing around, which the show has in the past, even in the classic series, especially. Occasionally, the characters don't translate well with different writers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. She definitely, there definitely is better continuity in this season. And they keep, you know, whoever it has developed Bill, there seems to be some discussion going on. Sometimes you watch an episode and then 
watch the next episode and it was almost like it was Yeah, it feels like it's a different companion. I have to repeat what you say because you're breaking up and I'm not sure if it's if it's uh, recording or not. Oh, sorry, I don't know what's going on. No, no, no. I also like the fact that he mentioned regeneration, and she said regeneration, and he like sidestepped the subject and went on something else. It's kind of like I don't know, maybe not sink too much into it, but maybe he knows there's like some a regeneration coming or something like that. It just seemed like the way he said it, then he, the look that he gave, and then he changed the subject. Well, I did. I was reading something on the AV Club, and he, the doctor, mentioned this in his, when he was telling her about regeneration, about how he eat needs to eat when he's about to regenerate or going through regeneration, and he had takeaway food that he wanted to eat, and he was, or he was eating their takeaway food, their Chinese, food. and you don't usually see him eat. When did he say this? I think he meant the only time he sleeps is when he has a big meal or regenerates. Okay, maybe that's what he meant. Yeah, or something like that. Well, either way, I don't like it when the show hits at something. Uh, I, I hate when the doctor spends the whole season trying to figure <laughs> out if Amy's pregnant or not. Or we get these little hints at what's coming, and I know they do it with the the vault. But um, why can't the doctor have a discussion about regeneration and not have a look of like, I know what's going to happen, and this is a little hint for the the king viewers out there to go, wow, whoa, <laughs> you, you know, it just is like, I'd rather not do that. I mean, we all heard what's happening, so it's not going to be a surprise. They don't need to know. The doctor doesn't need to know. Bill doesn't need to know. Um, yeah. They they did that way back with Legopolis, where there was some sort of um, the uh, Watcher guy. Uh, yeah, like a precursor to the the whole thing. But um, I, I don't know. I, I just don't like it when the show keeps hinting at stuff because it does it all the time. <laughs> Russell D. Davis did it to death. And uh, this is subtle, so I'm, I'm going to give it a pass. It's not like, well, it's not like, you know, whoever's in the vault is going to start playing the piano or something. That would be horrible if they did something like that. <laughs> um, oh, or, I, I, oh like, in, like we saw in the, the whoever is in the vault oh, play yeah, the yeah. piano. Yeah. Or when they, I think, or when he says uh, something like the kids are being eaten or something like that, um, it gets the attention of, of John Sims' master, because that's obviously, it's either him or Missy, because who else would have a reaction to that? I'm starting to think it's more Missy now who's in the vault than the John Sim master. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It doesn't really I mean, matter. He, he gave whoever's in there the, a piano, and now he's telling story time with Mexican takeout. I mean, apparently he can go into the vault, saw the whole secret of... Keeping the what is in the vault. I mean, he already knows what's in there, so you know. I thought the part, the story was we're supposed to find out what eventually comes out of the vault. I didn't realize he knew what was in there. So yeah. Well, I don't think they ever let it be known that he knew what was in there until until That's this true. episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I um. 
I don't like it. <laughs> and maybe it's because I'm assuming that it's going to be horrible when we find out that it's going to be whomever it is is going to come out and go, hey, I just, you know, wow, we're on a roll right now, and that's a, a precursor to bad episodes coming, maybe, you know, and that's just a cynic in me, but... Uh, but I also don't like when the show, what was the, almost every season's done it. You know, the whole bad wolf thing, and then uh, the one where the random people on planets would just stop someone and say, one of you, one of them will die or something. I hate that. I, I, it just, it's the worst, it's such lazy writing, and it's like, well, we got to put a, a thing in there to remind people that it's coming. And it's almost like, it would be better if they had text on the bottom of the screen saying, stay tuned for the season finale coming up in 12 weeks that's going to have this, this, and this, instead of having it woven into the story, which can take away from the story. It does it all the time, in my opinion. Like, you know, uh, what's her name? Rose, you know, showing up on a screen and trying to talk to the doctor was horrible. I hated that. And everyone's like, I shouldn't say everyone, but everyone's like, oh, wow, did you see that? Yeah, we saw it. It wasn't hidden. It wasn't a, a, an Easter egg. It was right out in the open, and it, it was blatantly obvious. But anyways. See, I, I knew I'd find something bad. You, know. you, you always do. Right? <laughs> That's my job. I mean, if no one else is going to do it. <laughs> but, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you no it, I, I know that and it doesn't bother a lot of people but it bothers me because it's and I suppose a lot of shows do it I mean you have Flash and Arrow and all these shows that have like sometimes they, they show you like oh they're standing over a grave and then and then that's six months later and you're like oh no what's going to happen and so in a way I guess a lot of shows do it but um, Doctor Who's done it too many times and I guess I don't know. So, anyways, I'll stop. No, it, it, I agree. It's lazy. I mean, it, it's lazy writing, and it seems to be dumbing down a show when they do something like that. I don't like it when they do it on Arrow either. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think we're going to find out who's in the vault at the last episode. I think we're going to find out a lot earlier than that. That's that's, that's my guess. And, and that would be good because then they get rid of that, they throw it out, but it would be bad if it was someone who would basically, you know, yoo-hoo, you know, I, I just... Oh, that's who it's probably going to be, so... Well, I'm thinking either one of them would say yoo-hoo because that's the, you know, but anyways, maybe it'll be someone completely different. Maybe it'll be Susan. They, they've alluded more to granddaughter and doctor and Susan, and, you know, there's more of that going on this season. Yeah. Uh, reading into it a little bit, maybe. Um, normally it wouldn't, be, but because of that picture at the first episode, I was like, well, they don't, they do stuff like that. They show pictures in the background and like, oh, they're little Easter eggs that some of the people will go, oh, look, it's Chameleon. But, <laughs> you know, but in this case, it seems to be lingering on Susan and there seems to be more reference to it. So maybe there's, and then the, the rumor that the first Doctor is going to be in the possibly a Christmas special or something. You know, it might there might be something to it. I guess we'll see. <laughs> mm. 
So this I had a thought, and now I've lost. Sorry. <laughs> that something to do with bugs or wood or music or. No, it had to do with John Sim. I'm surprised uh, that he came back. I thought he hated being known as the master. That was me. That was I, me. I, I hated him being the master. Yeah, but I thought he didn't like oh, okay. it either. Well, maybe. I seem to have read that. He was rather resentful. He's, he said that, but he always said he would come back and, and film his regeneration scene. Ah. But didn't he die? We don't know that. We don't know. They never die. They're time lords. They don't die. They regenerate. Hmm. I mean, for all we know, the John Sim Master could be in a flashback. Yeah, or, or it could be... Um if he is coming back, it could be something like, um, and, and I thought Christopher Eccleston was going to do this too. Once um, Russell T. Davis is gone, maybe the people who didn't want to come back to the show may, maybe change their minds because they didn't want to work with Russell T. Davis. Now maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they go, well, I'm not going to come back because Stephen Moffat's doing the show. <laughs> but... You know, because time changes, and I think if Eccleston, well, I think if, uh, yeah, I don't know if Eccleston was asked if he would ever come back. I, don't, I still think that's, he's pretty adamant on that. But. Yeah, I don't know if he was either. He, he doesn't really talk about it too much. Yeah. I thought this was a pretty good episode. I didn't think anything was super fantastic, but it was good overall, and another thumbs up, and let's keep that rolling. <laughs> yes, definitely An another thumbs up. I really enjoyed especially David Suchet. He was, he was really good. Yeah, he was pretty good. I, I would give it about a 7. Yeah. So, not that, as good as right. 3, but still good. That's about right, I'd say, yeah. Okay, and then we have... I'll tell you why. I mean, so far the trailers have all looked good, in my opinion, except for the uh, smile up trailer. I thought that looked horrible, but it ended up being better. The next one looks really good. I love that type of stuff. Uh, outer, outer space with space suits. Oh, and, oxygen? Yeah, so I can't wait for that one. It's like zombies in space. Yeah. yeah. That, that should be fun. Perfect. <laughs> so, uh, okay, thanks for listening. <laughs>